DJ Infangela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. This one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the guy. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. Now, Envy, you just told me that it's people downstairs with signs. Are they protesting something? Uh, I don't know. You know, I do like a little shimmy shake, dip, twist, spin, and then go in the building. So. By the time I seen them, it was already too late. But I did see a sign that said at Breakfast Club something. I think they wanted to highlight you, though. I saw people down there, but they were shooting a movie because there's two trailers in front of the radio station. But I didn't see nobody with no signs. They didn't have signs. It says something like, power to the people. Oh, really? really? And then it said, we drove from San Francisco. Or Why y'all ain't take a picture? That's dope. I, was, I didn't know what was, I got what was in going on. 30 seconds before you did, bro. Let me go tell somebody to go down there to take well, a picture. Why did you take a picture? I didn't, see, if, I didn't see anybody. And I walked right into the front like I do every day. The same the same, I take the same path that I took when I got punched upside the head. I, I'm right That's the there. only path. That's the only, well, it's not the only path, but yeah. it's the path of least resistance. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's not, right? I know. No, everybody not. be out there. Yeah, You're right. But I dipped so down. So wait, you didn't see anybody outside? I didn't see nobody with no signs that say no breakfast Maybe club power left. to the people. You got to start. No, I walked in 30 seconds before him. They was there. You got, you got to start looking around your surroundings, bro. For what? I pay people to do that. Right. So, so white man in the suit down there right now. There's actually two people down there. One right. in the suit and one not in the suit. Yeah, one not in the suit. Pick your poison. <laughs> yeah, pick right. They didn't say anything to you like, hey, there's people else. They don't give you a little heads up about what's going on outside? I got a text this morning. Yeah, you got a text this morning. But I, don't, I don't worry about stuff like that. I'm listening to my... I, I drove in this morning listening to Monifa. I miss you. You know what I mean? My Uptown Records playlist going. Okay, today is Friday. I feel good. I'm giving all praises to God. I ain't thinking about no drama. And today is National Tenderness Day. Is that, am I reading No, it's that not. Right? It's Tenderness Toward Existence Day. Oh, I just seen tenderness. I don't even know what you that know means. You know what? Yesterday was Winnie <laughs> the Pooh Day. Y'all didn't even mention that. What you mean? I walked around with a shirt on and no drawers all day long. There you Wait, go. What are you talking about? Uh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? climate, sir. What are you talking about? <laughs> My goodness. All right, well. <laughs> You're right. That is very embarrassing. I'll tell you something, man. Somebody's news leaked this week, and I don't know if it's just this person or not. <laughs> but, bruh, bruh. My goodness. <laughs> hey, bruh, bruh. I hope this story don't get no bigger. Like your penis ain't getting no bigger. Now let me this wait. So both no. of you have been you've been walking around with this guy's penis on your phone. And let me explain. <laughs> Charlemagne walks in the room and says, "Don't say the person's name." I won't say the person's name. We don't even know if this person. All I'm telling you is my people sent me the saying, picture. I'm not saying Charlemagne got a picture in the, of his phone. It says, "Look, guys, this got to be one of the smallest penis I ever it's seen." It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna show you. <laughs> show me. But I felt awkward. But I wanted to see. Yeah, it's like, unbelievable. You just wanted to see. I would much rather be short with. With, with an average size penis like I am than be tall with that little micro penis. That ain't even right, man. That ain't even fair. All now, right. one of Charlemagne's friends on last week's episode of Lip Service said that he actually tried to tie a weight to his penis 
every day. I'm and, not responsible for that. And uh, try to stretch it out, and he ended up getting a hernia. I did that too. I didn't put the you weight on it, but no, I didn't put the weight on it. But I, they used to have these pills in the back of the sauce. Well, that's magazine. way different than putting no, a, no, tying no. a weight. But it was an exercise that you had to do when you take the pills. The pills were called Magna RX. They're supposed to be penis enlargement pills. And the exercise was when your penis was flaccid, you'd grab the tip of it and you stretch it for as far as it can go. So I used to do something like that as well. Well, he tied a weight to it. That's hey, the next man. level. Listen, we all trying to bet ourselves. It's Freaky 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 Friday. Yes, yes it is. I'm glad you know. My goodness. Damn it. All right. Well, Torrey will be joining us this morning. Who is Torrey? Torrey's a journalist. He's a journalist. Works, uh, and he's an author. He has a few books out, several he's, books. He's infamous for that Keep interview cool with R. Kelly. If you remember the interview with R. Kelly, where R. Kelly was like, what did, what did R. Kelly say? He said, uh, that he asked him, did, does he like teenage girls? And R. Kelly said, what do you mean by teenage? He's also infamous for when he interviewed Jay-Z and Nas. Uh, Nas yep. and he had a show on MB MSNBC. Yeah. He also did a lot of cover stories for Rolling Stone, for Vibe, mm -hmm. a lot of publications. Jay-Z said in the interview that Cam was dry snitching. Right. Yeah. I remember, right. So I read one of his books before. I read uh, How to Drink the Kool-Aid. Okay. All right. Well, we'll kick it with yeah, him I next read that. hour. It says a collection of essays. And we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, potentially. Well, you know what? Let's talk about this Tide Pod challenge because we haven't even addressed this yet. The hell is that? I'm going to tell you what. Oh, that's so stupid. You haven't heard about this Tide Pod challenge? I think I did. All right, well, we'll discuss what YouTube is doing now to try to assist. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's G-Eazy. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, if you used to watch football uh, playoffs this weekend, uh, Patriots versus the Jaguars, Eagles versus the Vikings. All right. Now, let's talk about this Tide Pod Challenge. It's so stupid. I don't even know who, like, who's the first kid to say, let me try this. Well, they're saying right now the hashtag Tide Pod Challenge, if you want to see what that is, you can look up that hashtag, has exploded. And they have issued an alert from the American Association of Poison Control Centers. Because it's so dangerous, it started off with a lot of kids would eat the Tide Pods. Because I don't know if you guys use Why? those. Because it looks like candy. So little kids would ingest that. Look at it. Look oh, at by ice cream. No, but no, no, no. Now, they do it on purpose. Well, no, no. This These is kids. how it all started. But now, kids who are teenagers are actually doing this type, and even younger, doing this Tide Pod Challenge on purpose. In the first 15 days of this year, they're saying they received the same number of calls about intentional exposures to these laundry packets among teenagers as it did in the whole of 2016. So just in the first couple of weeks, more than it did in a whole entire year. So kids are ingesting them and videotaping themselves and then posting it on video sharing websites, social media, and vlogging platforms. So now, Why, though? Like, what's the reason? I can't, I can't figure it out. <laughs> what you, it, it doesn't like, get you, you get out of it. It's it just gets you sick. It's dangerous. You end up going to the hospital. I keep telling y'all, man, this generation is... <laughs> Is morally and intellectually corrupt. We're supposed to be smarter because it's the information age, but actually, it's making us dumber. But this is stupid. It doesn't even make the kids high. It just makes you sick. Do they die? No, no they don't all die. Well, some of them deserve to, clearly. Oh, this is yeah, stupid. so right now, YouTube is removing all of those dangerous videos, and you will get a strike on your YouTube. So if you try to post that, and they see that on there, they're going to remove it and not try to spread this. Let's play a game of guess what race it is. I haven't seen not one video. Right. Not one, not zero. Right. But I'm going to just step out on a limb and say it is those of Caucasian descent that are participating in this game. Yes, I think you're right. I haven't seen any black minority or mm -hmm. any other. Just mm -hmm. it's been Because ain't no black person gonna waste no goddamn detergent. <laughs> your mama gonna whip your ass if she find out you in here eating this tide. Okay, tide expensive as hell. First of all, right. you ain't gonna get no tide. You gonna get the store brand thing that's like tide, tide pod or whatever it is, okay? <laughs> so you ain't gonna waste your good ass tide right. eating it. 
Mm-mm. You're all right. I was actually, I used to be scared to use those. I don't know why. I I've never to, even seen one. I used to, I'm going to be honest with you, I used to use them wrong because I didn't know you put it directly in the washing machine. You know how you have the, you put the detergent in the top part mm-hmm. and then it comes out? You have to put it directly in the, it's just a little pot and you just throw it inside of the uh with your clothes. I ain't gonna lie. I haven't washed laundry since college. I, 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 really I do laundry know. constantly. When I first heard Tide Pod, I thought it was like Title's new podcast app or something. <laughs> All right. And let's talk about the California couple who have held their 13 children captive in their home. They're facing up to life in prison. Now, what they are saying, and there's more details about what happened with these 13 kids aged 2 to 29 years old. The couple would allegedly chain the kids, beat them, and starve them. They were malnourished, and they had both physical and mental impairments. They're pleading not guilty. David Allen Turpin, who's 57, and his wife, Louise Anna Turpin. They're being charged with multiple counts of torture, abuse of dependent adults, child abuse, and false imprisonment. Now, I know a lot of people ask, why didn't they just escape sooner? Because it took uh, one of the kids escaping and letting everybody know what happened for all of this to get exposed. But it's because they were scared. They said at one point, two of the kids had escaped together but got nervous and turned back around. The parents would force them to sleep during the day, stay awake at night. They never saw a dentist. And they weren't allowed to shower more than once a year. So they only were allowed to shower once a year. Now, as an example of how malnourished these children were, One of the kids who was 12 years old is the weight of an average seven-year-old, and the 29-year-old female victim weighs only 82 pounds. So the parents would punish their kids frequently by beating them, even strangulation at times. They would be tied up. At one point, one of them was tied up and hogtied, and then when that victim escaped, they started using padlocks and chains to make sure the kids could not escape. They weren't even released to use the bathroom while they were tied up. And the one thing they did have, though, mm-hmm. is they were allowed to write in their journals. So they have uh, retrieved hundreds of journals. So I guess we'll get oh, a lot of information. Man. No, you ain't gonna get no information. You don't get you a movie. Them mm-hmm. stories, fire. Yes. <laughs> Somebody turning that into a movie right now. I'm sure they said. The one kid sad. who did, the the 17-year-old girl who did escape, she said she was working on an escape plan for two years. Almost. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, they could definitely make a movie out of that. It's crazy that people being held captive, getting beaten, starved to death. Meanwhile, you free and eating Tide Pods. Life ain't fair. Mm. Life All ain't right. fair. Well, that's front page news. Kim K just released another new pic, if y'all care. Nah. Uh-huh, no. Instagram, no. Okay. We've seen uh. it. <laughs> All right, well. I'm going to be honest, I am going to look at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I said I didn't care, but I immediately <laughs> did go reach Get it off your chest. I'm not even going to lie. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. If you're upset and you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe oh, you had a blurred. bad night or bad morning. Or maybe she blurred was, the titties. Or maybe you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Why did Chris Rock like this? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Hello, who's this? iPhone Sim, Andy was good. iPhone Sim, what's get up, it off your chest. iPhone Yeah, what's good, whole family? How y'all doing? Y'all all right? What's good. up, my brother? I got to get it off my chest, man. Um, I didn't have enough money for my iPhone with my card, so I asked my girl, because she, uh, she uh, put the money down, it was like 480 So I gave her the cash right then and there. I just didn't have enough for my card. So now we break up maybe like three months later. She called Chase and tell Chase that every... Every charge on there that's not hers is fraudulent. They made my bill like six hundred dollars now. That's up. Oh, that's kind of funny though. I, know you, I didn't know you could do that's that. That's his trap. 
Well, no cursing, yeah, like, iPhone. I know, I know man. Like, no usually cursing. I call like playing around. Usually I call him like playing around, but not today. But, and what makes it worse, I should know better because she is CAC. Cracker ass cracker. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> don't don't blame that on her race, though. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe that. No, it is, man. Don't know black girl would even did that, man. Well, so black now they think what? They, they will now. Thank you for calling and let us know what we could do. Damn it, man. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jamaica from Dayton. Good morning. Hey, Jamaica. Get it off your chest. Jamaica from where? Dayton, Ohio. Oh, Dayton. What's happening? Get it off your chest, man. Hey, Angela D. What's up, MVP Scott? What's up, Jamaica? How are you, Queen? Uh, I'm all right. Uh, I'm blessed this morning because I woke up, first of all. You know, you always got to count your blessings. Mm-hmm. Second my man, now I know four months is not a long time to be together, but it's a long time to be together these days, you know? So it's our four-month anniversary today. He wakes me up every morning before work, get on top of me, make sweet love to me. And this morning I try to do it to him, and he mad at me from last night. I'm like, it's our anniversary. I can't get none. Why he mad at you from last night? What you did? I didn't do nothing. Let me tell y'all. Uh-oh, here it comes. <laughs> no, for real. I, I'm a very honest person. So yesterday, you know, we had a heated conversation. He trying to, you know, he always try to encourage me and teach me lessons and stuff because he's he's very um, intelligent. And he always try to, you know, bless me up and stuff, and you know, and give me knowledge. So he telling me some stuff. I kind of took it the wrong way. But then he goes to the flip side and say, because I told him the maintenance man tried to get me to put his phone, put my number in his phone. And I'm like, nah, I don't cheat. So I kept going. So he like, as soon as we get into the argument, he like, yeah, go to the maintenance man. I'm like, where did that come from? So then I slapped him. I was wrong. You slapped, slapped him. him. Yeah, that's why you ain't getting nothing. Oh you slapped gosh. him. First of all, I want to tell you something. When you getting knowledge from your man, when your man tell you the white man is the devil, you don't you listen to him, okay? And don't You're try right. to tell him I do otherwise. Listen to him. Well, that's why he mad because you slapped him. Well, he shouldn't have told me. Well, how you gonna tell me you love me every day and love with me, and then as soon as you get mad at me, it ain't got nothing to do with nothing. I ain't never cheated. He ain't never cheated. Why would you tell me to go to the maintenance man after I told you he just tried to holler at me? Because we are men are emotional creatures. That's all. He probably in his mind felt like the maintenance man was coming over and knocking your back out when he wasn't around. That's but, all. But you need to make a You'll be mad if he slapped you. I'm sorry, Angela. God, that's impossible because we together 90% 90 of the time. If I'm not at work, I'm at home, and he's at home with me. So there's no way that that's happening. And he's a handyman, so he fixed stuff around the house. So Uh, it ain't no reason for him to think that. He he was just feeling insecure, but, you know, you can't slap him because he shouldn't be slapping you. Y'all should never get to that point. And and he'll be fine. He'll He'll get back to that box tonight. It's Friday. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Charles. Steve Boogie from the Bronx. Charles, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Good morning, Abby. Good morning, Charlamagne. Good morning, Angela. What's Good up, morning. family? Yo, I got to get something off my chest because it's been bothering me for the past year, and it's, it's, it's indirect, and a lot of people aren't paying attention to it. Regardless of the fact what Charlamagne said, we know that these kids are stupid. We wow. know that they have some sort of issue. Now, does it matter if you, re- you know, our freedom of speech the censorship that's going on indirectly, you know, that we don't see is really, you know, something that we should be talking about because regardless of how bigoted or how racist 
or how stupid you want to be. These companies are slowly tailoring what they want us to see. And that's why I'm mad to them. You think it's like... we're slowly getting our right, our freedom of speech taken from us, and we're not even really, you know, I think we're not focused on on those little facts. I'm going to be honest with you, brother. I kind of agree with you, but I don't because of social media. Because of social media, people are allowed to speak as freely probably ever. Probably, you've probably never been a time in history where people could speak this freely because of social media. Okay, so now we're saying, you're saying YouTube is taking off these uh, idiots doing these idiotic moves and also, you know, there's been other stories where they're taking down things that they don't find or the rest of our culture finds inappropriate. Well, they have, so, com- you know they have community they guidelines. Stupid, let them be stupid, but don't take the right of their, not- their, their freedom of stupidity. Well, sir, they can have free speech other places, but they do have community guidelines on YouTube. And those community guidelines say they are not going to have content up that encourages dangerous activities that cause risk Absolutely. or physical so remember, harm. It's private. Is a is a company subsidiary of Google. Listen, so I agree. I, I, agree I agree with a lot of what you're slowly, saying. The slow uh, fabric of our freedom of speech ripping from our hands, you know, right in front of our eyes. And like Charlamagne said, we're supposed to be in the age of information and we are we're getting stupider and stupider. But that's because of things like this. Stupid is as stupid does. So I have no problem with these companies cutting off forms of communication that are communicating the right. wrong messages. I don't and want kids to be out here eating Tide Pods. We have this conversation. But my point is, where does it end? Where does, where, where's the fine line that says, you know what? Mm. If that person's stupid, okay, no problem. But you, you're taking the fact that he's expressing his stupidity. Well, but these companies him, are privately owned. They, they have a right to do that. Right. And they have a right to have community guidelines because they, they're they not owned by the government. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for calling. <laughs> Listen, if they were doing this to people who are actually saying things of substance and saying productive things that were actually, you know, putting sparking positive seeds in people's brains, I'd have a problem. But... You mad because they're cutting people off for making Tide Pod videos? Yeah. No. I'm with you. I don't know about that. (laughs) I'm with you. (laughs) Not at all. They should be off. Anyway, uh, what we got? Oh, rumors. That's right. We got rumors on the way. Man, let's talk about Kodak Black. He's having some more issues. I was just talking about him earlier yesterday about how he's talented, but somehow his personal life is really affecting his uh, music business. And then this happens. Okay. All right. We'll talk about it when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Uh, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We hey. are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? It's Friday, goddammit. Enjoy the weekend. It's Friday. That's right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kodak. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. First of all, I need you to say Kodak Black. Kodak is just Kodak by itself is a camera. Thank you. All right. Well, little Kodak, Kodak Black just Black. got arrested in mm-hmm. Florida. Now, his charges include grand theft of firearm. Is that like a stolen gun? Two yes. charges of possession of weapon or ammo by a felon. Mm-hmm. Possession of marijuana over 20 grams. Mm-mm. Neglect child with great bodily harm. What does that mean? I don't know. That could be, I guess, because he has the kids around all that stuff. Some True. of these uh, details are not that clear. And uh, two probation violation charges. So those are the seven charges in total that he was hit with. Now, he just got released from jail in June. He served 97 days of a year-long sentence. And that's because he did these voluntary life skills course behind bars. So right now he has a one-year house arrest sentence. And he needs permission to go anywhere from his probation officer. He can't just travel. So if these new charges actually do happen... 
then he's going to really be serving some serious time. He also is awaiting uh, to find out about the sexual conduct charges that he got indicted on back in October. That case is ongoing. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, mm-hmm. but if I'm on probation and if I'm on house arrest Correct. and I got sexual conduct charges still ongoing, I don't think I should have no guns in the house. I don't think I should have no drugs in the house. Anything in the house that's illegal. <laughs> Nothing in that house. Especially stolen guns. I could be, I mean, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, and we don't know if this... Unless somebody else was at the house and it's there. I, you can't come around me. Definitely. I'm the breadwinner. I got all of this money. I'm on probation. Don't you know my situation. My you can't come around me with that. Definitely nope. not in my house, not in any vehicle that I'm in. And if you really love me, you wouldn't come around me with that. Unless I want it around. <sighs> so therefore he wanted around, so he oh, made a Kodak. choice. And you are you, nah. you gotta deal with the consequences nah, of your choices. Keep that All right, now me. y'all caused some issues yet again. Who? Diddy was on the show oh. and here's what he had to say about fifty cent. 50 came up here and he was giving you flack for the asking fab the parties. Go ahead. Why won't you party with me for your birthday, man? I'm, I, we, we party for my birthday before. You came to my party. And, and no, but me and you ain't never really party, you know what I'm saying? I asked 50 about that. He said you did the same thing to him. You asked him to take him shopping. Yeah, I thought he needed some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm a nice guy. Yo, why, I mean, why are you with Fifth? Just, hey, yo. Why y'all got... Hey, yo, I don't have no beef with, with Fifth. He loves me. No, I don't think he loves you. All right. Well, 50 Cent responded via Instagram. He posted a picture of himself looking somewhat menacing. And he said, the F you say, brother love, you want to buy me some sexy clothes and wear get your fruity ass out of here, F and punk, den of these in theaters. I don't know why those two brothers just don't like each other. I, I can't figure it out. They both grind. They both work hard. They both loyal to their people. Well, according to Diddy, 50 know. loves him. Listen, yesterday Offset used the word queer. And then he put the actual definition of the word queer up, right? Right. Which, right. Ta- which yeah. was what we said we yesterday. We talked about this yesterday. Which was weirdo, whatever, whatever. So, Diddy is happy. He spreads love, right? He's a happy guy. Gay means happy. So if 50 calls Diddy gay and Diddy calls himself happy and loving, right. technically neither one of them are wrong. So what's, what about the word fruity? I don't got nothing to do with that. I don't know nothing about, <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. Day what now. is the definition of fruity? Um, I had some I had some fruity stuff the other day pebbles, because it was, it was, no, it was just little, it was like a fruit roll up and it had fruit on top of it. It was like a hors d'oeuvre at an event. Is that Justin Timberlake's event actually? And that was fruity. Let me see the definition of fruit. So you fruity. like fruity stuff? Yes, I do, actually. I really do. I love Welch's fruit snacks. They're amazing. The grape ones and the strawberry ones. Yum, 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 yum. Great snack. All right. Well, I'm Angela <laughs> Yee, and that is your... Y'all got to start being more specific, because I'm going to start Rumor holding y'all report. accountable for your words. Words mean something All right. in 2018. Okay. All right? All right. When we come back, we got front page news. If you haven't heard, we'll tell you about the Tide Pod Challenge and more. A government shutdown, which might be happening tonight. All right. So what? Keep, keep it locked. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. If you're watching football and your team's still playing uh, over the weekend, the Patriots take on the Jaguars, Eagles take on the Vikings. And let's start off with this Tide Pod challenge for people who don't know. Yes. I haven't figured it out myself. Well, what they're saying right now is, uh, and I know you've seen this, is a hashtag Tide Pod Challenge. If you go online and take a look at it, uh, kids are putting up video of themselves eating those Tide detergent pods. And YouTube has decided they are going to remove all of those dangerous videos. You will get a strike on your YouTube if you post one of those. Mm-hmm. And that hashtag has exploded. In the first 15 days of this year alone, they're saying they got the same number of calls about intentional exposures to laundry packets among teenagers as it did in the whole entire year of 2016 
it used to be that kids would accidentally ingest them because they look like candy, but now kids are doing it on purpose. I don't know why. If you're purposely eating Tide Pods, my mentality is if they die, they die. No. Okay. No, actually no, you don't want to kill the kids. So you don't want to no. They're making a choice. Hold on, hold on, hold If you know something can kill you and you still choose to put it in your mouth and swallow it, aren't you making a choice? You I, are making a choice, but you're young and you're dumb at times. I wouldn't say these kids, if they die, they die. No. If they no, die, young. they die. You know, nah, listen, at young. this point in the game, if you know what Tide Pods do to you, you pop one, that's on you. Some of these kids are 13 years old, 14 years old. They're, they're not too, too how, how, Listen, how, 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 how smart do you have to be to know that if you swallow a Tide Pod, you're going to die? It's unfortunate, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> want anybody's children to die. I wouldn't want anybody's kids to die. Well, right. I, I don't want kids to eat Tide Pods either. And mm-hmm. guess what? If you eat Tide Pods, guess what might happen? You're going to die. The same thing with kids using drugs. You know, I mean, kids use drugs. You know, they're stupid for using drugs, but if they die, you don't want to say, well, if you die, you die. No, man, no. False equivalency. Tide Pods. Tide Pods, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's Detergent. It's dumb. So It's <laughs> okay. all dumb. <laughs> Very false equivalency. All right, and uh, starting tonight, we could have a government shutdown. That'll be the first time this happened since 2013. Now, right now, uh, they do have enough votes in the House. House Republican leaders did a deal to get a one-month spending bill. But it looks like that might not go through when it gets to the Senate. So if that does not happen, then we're just going to have a government shutdown. We don't know what that means. But, you know, Donald Trump's been saying that means that we won't have any military during that time, and that's not true because the president can elect to keep certain things open, and usually they do make sure they keep the military open for that. But among the deals on the floor, you know, they're trying to make sure they get uh, DACA bill passed and everything, and uh, Trump and immigration people in Congress want to deal with DACA at a later date, but the Democrats want that bill to include relief for the Dreamers, and those immigrants that are brought here illegally as children and were protected by DACA, they should still continue to be protected with that program, so that's one of the issues that's on the floor, why Democrats aren't trying to go ahead and extend the budget. How would y'all feel if Donald Trump ate a Tide Pod? Um, I think that that would be good. It could clean his insides. Oh, so okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> you don't want the man to die, though. Okay. It is, you, right. See what I'm saying? See how hypocritical people are? I'm so contradictory. Just I didn't the, say I wanted to die. Fact. What? I just said I wanted to okay, die. Yeah, right. People get okay. hospitalized. It doesn't mean they die. Okay. Just, okay. Right. I feel like he wouldn't. All right. See? But nobody should be eating Tide Pods. <laughs> but if they do, they do. And if they die, they die. I didn't say all that. <laughs> My goodness. All right. <laughs> Well, that's front page news. All right. When we come back, yes. Torrey will be joining us. Explain to the people who Torrey is. Uh, Torrey is a journalist. He's also an author. He has several books out. And um, I read one of his books before. He had a book called... Uh, it's a compilation of essays that you How read. How to Drink the Kool-Aid or something like that? Yeah, I think it's called Never Drink the, Never Never drink drink the, Kool-Aid. the Kool-Aid. Yeah, he, uh, he has a book about Kool-Aid. Prince, I Would Die for You. It was called, and yeah. Anyway, Torrey's a TV host. He had a show on MSNBC. Mm-hmm. He's a writer. He's a musical critic. He was a host of Fuse's Hip Hop Shop. A lot of different things that he did. So. All right, so we'll kick it with him when we come back. Don't move. Keep it locked. It's and he's Friday. from Brooklyn, like me. What that mean? He's very proud of being from Brooklyn. Oh, right. Queens is better. It's a Breakfast Club. Good morning. Well, the borough of Queens, I mean. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Torrey! Torrey! Welcome, sir. Thank you for having me, sir. Torrey, you know, I, I, growing up, I've always watched you because you have been on the, the end of some of the very memorable interviews. Yeah. Here it goes. Like, what's what? Yeah. No, I mean, the Jay-Z and Nas, you know yes. what I mean? Yep. When Jay-Z yep. called Cam a snitch. 
Yep. Uh, R. Kelly. R. Kelly for sure. When yep. He just would not admit that he liked teenage girls. That was a classic one. Both of those at BET. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's when yeah. BET was had a had a strong focus on journalism. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 No, I just was telling you that that I enjoyed them. That's all. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I mean, you've been in those sort of moments too, and you know it's a big moment. You yeah. know, before you walk in the door, the culture is going to be watching. R. Kelly had just come off of a trial. Jay Z and Nas had just come together after a long battle. You know, the culture is watching. You feel a certain pressure. I think like an athlete going into a playoff game. Like this is a big moment. You know, you got to perform. You know, you got to get it out. Um, with Jay Z and Nas. It just flowed. They were great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was honored the whole thing. They talked to Sway, and then they drove down the street and talked to me, and that was it. And I was like, this is an honor. With R. Kelly, I thought I didn't get it. Tell us about that one. How did you prepare for that What do you mean you didn't get it? I thought that I didn't get him saying the thing that I wanted him to say. Like, but you're you know what? Well, no, but I him knew not I, saying in, those things was kind of important, the in, way that he tried to evade, but it right. still was awkward and crazy. I mean, in the moment, it felt like they didn't get it. Now, when we saw it, it was like, oh, wow. And I also thought they were going to cut that out. Really? I thought they were going to cut that out. BET only aired that once. Really? Yeah, R. Because R. Kelly called so much power. and was yeah, like, yeah. we're not going to rock with you anymore if you air it again. You sat for the interview. Right. We didn't ambush you like 60 minutes. You came, sat down. We had a conversation in a hotel. I mean, what you don't see is the conversation is devolving as you're, as we're going on. It did not end with like a handshake and I'll see you later, man. You know, like yeah, yeah, right. you have that intimate discussion with mm-hmm. a man, especially in like, yo, you know, you kind of closer. He, I remember at the toward the end, I was like, "Yo, can you tell your fans this will not happen again?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, this interview will never happen again." Wow, but and I'm never gonna finished, be on a little girl again. Yeah, oh, when we finished, like I went that way, he went that way, and we're like, mm-hmm. "But what do I'm you think gonna... was gonna happen in that interview?" Wow. I mean, you have to say, "What you did, know, I think did was he gonna not happen? think those things would come up?" I would think he would I be guess not. prepared. I, he play, was let's there. Play, let's play a clip of it right fast okay. for people who haven't heard. Do you like teenage girls? When you say teenage, how are we talking? Girls who are teenagers. 19? 19 and younger. I have some 19-year-old friends. I mean, he was there with a crisis manager. And in the moment that we're talking about, I asked him, do you like underage girls? Which was just a softball just to just to get into the issue, right? I mean, that's the mm-hmm. easiest question in the world. Right. Even if you're a maniac, you'd be like, no. Right. Even if you do, you're going to still say, no, I don't. No. Right. <laughs> and the crisis manager jumped up and said, you can't ask him that. And he said, no, 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 I got this. And so then I work for you. So then he sat down. And if you watch it closely, mm-hmm. I start to say, but then, right. But then I something in my head, I started to say underage. And some of my head said, he going to be able to slide out of that. Just say teenage. Just go from there. So why come when he rebuttaled and said, what do you mean by teenage? Why didn't you say underage? Because I didn't want him to get that out of like, no, I don't mess with 14, 13-year-old girls. Right? Yeah, He'd already intimated something like that. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not having a discussion about 14, 13, 12. Because you, like 14, 15, 16. I mean, like. Allegedly. Alleg- Does it make you? Look- I don't even want to go with allegedly no more. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's crazy that he still has a career. <laughs> Duh, it is. isn't it? Yes, it is. isn't it? Mm-hmm. And with all these new allegations coming up about him and all these new stories, everybody's referring back to that interview. We saw also. the tape. 
I, I, all I did was ask him a question that America wanted to ask him. Right. How could you not? And Your he, facial expressions it, were classic. Well, see, part, that's part of the thing, too, is that I was trying to not <laughs> let him and the crisis manager know that they messed up. And sometimes you have to do that in an interview of, like, not let the person know they just played themselves, right? Because if you as an interviewer are like, <gasps> then they're like, oh, make sure we cut this. If you're just like cool, then they may not realize they just stepped in it. It's a new era now, though. So if they play themselves, they know we're not cutting it out because because they they can't have they don't have that kind of leverage no more. Oh, we're not going to come up there no more. So we're not going to do this if y'all don't. So I mean, I I hope so. You know what I mean? I I hope so. A lot of even when you have a situation where you're on a label and there's four or five other people on the label, Mm -hmm. and we might want to get at two, three, four of those other people. And if you piss me off with this one, you're not going to get the other. That's kind of how some labels of the leverage have, works. Labels don't have that kind of power. No not way. anymore. Back then, yes. Absolutely back then. But don't it make you lose respect for BET, though, at that time? Oh, absolutely. Because it's like, absolutely. yo, y'all are choosing this guy over actually, like, like getting the word out about uh, you're pedophilia really protecting, and underage. You're I mean, protecting him. his audience are literally the people that he is choosing to molest, yep. rape, whatever else you want to call it. So they are choosing to protect him and remain in business with him, even though we know right. that he's a monster. We know what he's doing to these young girls. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was incredibly wimpy mm-hmm. that, like, we aired it once and now we're just going to not air it again. This was a massive success Hell for them yeah. as a show. You remember, The whole country was like, can't wait to see this. Right. You know, my Twitter was... Was it Twitter? No. My MySpace was blowing up. Maybe Black Planet. I was on Black Planet. Remember Omar and them? I was on Black Planet. Hell yeah. That was years ago. Maybe your Friendster? Wasn't no social media. My Friendster. My Friendster. But can we we talk about the podcast for a second? Yes, of course. That's what we're here for. Okay. Um, It's called Touré Show. It's about success. I'm talking... I'm having like hour-long, one-on-one conversations with successful people, mostly successful black people, just dealing with how did you become successful? What are the tactics? What are the attitudes? What are the things you know that helped you get up the mountain? Um, Just talked to Spike Lee. This week is Patrice Cullors. We got Joy Reid coming up. Black Thought coming up. We've had Maxwell and RZA and Nikki Giovanni and Reggie Hudlin. Just like, how do you do what you do? And you start to see what people are saying to themselves and what they're doing and how they're getting themselves up the mountain. It's really, really interesting. How is your conversation going to differ from all the conversations that are going on in the podcast radio sphere now? I mean, I don't want to have an entertaining, fun conversation. How's your day? I'm not a comedian. Well, I, I want to have... I know, I know whose show people won't be doing then. If you, if you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I want my conversation to be valuable for the audience. Got you. So, you know, I, I want it to be like, how did you come up and what do I need to know as I'm trying to come up? So it's informative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I look at you, you know, you, you got an attitude that helps you propel towards success. Mm-hmm. You think about your projects. Let's do a book. Let's expand this, that, the other. You know, I mean, we met when you were helping Wendy, yes. and now you're on the front burner, and you th- that didn't just happen. Absolutely, so I would so I would talk to you about how did you get from you know being second with her to being in the first chair, and gotcha. what did you, what did you do? How did you get from that uh, radio show to this one? And so we understand how did you make those power moves that helped you move up in your career? Because kids don't respect the process no more. Yeah, I mean, like I want to talk to like actors about like just give me a master class on acting mm-hmm. i don't want to talk about 
you broke up with your girlfriend or your husband or what. I don't care about that. I'm going to talk about what do you know that can help me succeed. All right, we got more with Torrey when we come back. Here's Big with more money, more problems. That was more money, more problems. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Torrey in the building. Yee. This Me Too movement yeah. and everything that's been going on with that and with the music business, with the film industry, because you're a big film buff too. What do you think about everything that's been happening with these women coming forward, some of these allegations? Did you read Aziz Ansari? What well, I want to well, go back. I, of course, we read the Aziz thing, but I want to go back. It's a little bit in the Me Too history. I mean, we're friends with Russell. Like, I know you are. I know you are. I, know, I mean, like, I'm friends. He was at my wedding. And that hurt my heart to hear that story come out. I mean, you know... And I can't say it's wrong. I met Kimora when she was 16. Mm -hmm. But she was hanging out with him. She wasn't hanging out with me. We were in the Hamptons at a dinner. And she's in like... I thought she was 17. I remember her being 16. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, and and I mean, either either way. I think he's saying they knew each other because Russell has said they knew each other, but nothing happened. That's what he said. I, I don't know what that means. Right. That You're Russell, right, nothing happened. I mean, and none of us said, nobody said anything. Why is Russell showing up to lunch in the Hamptons with a 16-year-old girl? Mm. I mean, it, you know. It's Did you think no, anything at the time? And, and, and not at the time, not at the time. And I know Drew Dixon. I know, no, no Drew Dixon for a long time. I know she's a hundred percent straight up and down. I mean, I'm like the first name in the New York Times story is Drew. My friend Drew Dixon. Oh my God, my mother. You know, super honest person. Like it. It hurt. It hurt me to know that was going on. Cause I, I mean, I've rarely worked in an office in my career anyway. So you know, I didn't know what was going on in right. terms of that. And a lot of these things didn't happen in the office too. It well, was. yeah, but I mean, Drew's talking about getting like chased around the office and like, dude, come into her office and she had to tell somebody else, like, save me from our boss. Like, mm. it, you know, it, it hurt me. And, and, you know, what do you I, think should happen to Russell now? Because he stepped down from his businesses. Obviously, somebody you know well. Do you think that now his legacy is tarnished and he should not, people shouldn't work with him? Well, he's saying it's not true, correct? He is saying that, but I mean, like, his legacy is dead. But that's don't you think that's fucked up, though? Do I think it's fucked up that he raped no, tons of people? Oh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, money. All right? Here's the thing. But do we There's no due process. And I'm not discrediting the people accusing him, but I'm not going to discredit Russell either. Like, why? why what, what happened to due process? I mean, you know, we can have due process in a court of law. But when Drew Dixon comes to me and says, not me literally, but mm -hmm. through the news and says, Russell raped me and this is what happened. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm not going to sell. I, I don't I don't need to know anything more. I know Drew Dixon. So I know like who you know she her, is. You know that she wouldn't lie and you feel like her story. Yes. And she's incredible detail in the story. I'm like, yo. But if Russell Simmons says that didn't happen like that. But you say, yeah, why, why, Russell, why you are said you Russell not even taking Russell into account at all? That, right. That's my whole problem because with all of Because I, I just, I can't imagine Drew and I'm fixating her because she's the only one I know. If she was alone, then it would be like, but like, it's, you know, 
10 or 15 mm-hmm. against one. And the other ones I don't know, I never heard of, but, but you know, I know, And I know, feel you on that because if one of my really good friends came to me and said, this is what happened to me, I would believe them. Yeah, yeah. but you believe in them on the, on the, on, because that's your friend, not because... But no, his, but he's saying no, he knows but, her but his, character. His, but you're believing that because that's your friend, is, not because his, that's His legacy facts. is dead. His legacy is dead. Which I mean, wrong. you can't, you can't. No, it's not wrong. What are you talking about? We're, He's a mass we're rapist. Eliminating He's due a monster. Process. I'm, I'm. You're eliminate. No, we have due process in a court of law. You oh. could be innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. So why should I, you be sentenced in the court of public opinion? The court of public opinion should be able to take you out. If somebody comes out tomorrow and says Torrey raped me in the '90s, automatically we should just be like, oh, you know what? Dismiss Torrey and everything he's done. I mean. That's what would happen. That's, that's, that's not happen. right. You, well, you are. I mean, you you <laughs> are not, that's, that's you are right. getting at some of the challenges that we're having in this thing, yes. and I'm totally with you. No, I'm, you're not. I'm, you're reinforcing. No, no, no. By saying he's a I'm, I'm with you in the general sense of we're talking about this thing, and there is a challenge when one person gets to speak. There's no due process. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. I just want to locate it on the specific case of, of Russell, okay. who has been with a lot of people apparently. There's a lot of people saying he raped them. It's I don't know what it's disgusting. Is. And I'm it's not, frightening. I'm, I'm not discrediting anybody. I'm just saying, like, and I'm glad. That's why I was glad when uh, I think they said that they were going to pursue leak, pursue criminal charges. Maybe. Yeah. And even so, and so even in the, even, in, even in New York Times story, right? Amanda Seals, who mm-hmm. like another person who I've known for a very long time when she was Amanda Diva. Mm-hmm. Um, She's talking we all about, know her pretty well. Yeah, that's yeah. Homie. She talked about they're in a meeting with Russell, and he's like, "Did I have sex with you?" I am a hundred percent sure I have heard him say that to other people. I'm and like, sure that happened. Is it demeaning? Is it you know like reducing her? Is it like completely ruining a potential business meeting? A hundred percent. I mean, like nothing that's being said is out of the realm of possibility. Like, what do we do with Aziz? We was just cheering Aziz first. Muslim to win all these awards, and we was go rooting Yo, for him. Did they work together? No, no they they did he rape her? He, 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 did he, he rape her? He met up with a woman. They went on a date. I don't know. She went back to his apartment, and they fooled around. He performed oral sex on her, and she said like she felt and like she did on him. Right, she felt like she was coerced, and they had an okay. exchange of text messages, which she posted, and she did a blog about it. Well, throughout the night, she was like, I'm uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable. And he said, if it's not fun for you, then, then it's, it's not, not fun, fun for us. Yeah. I mean, Angela, you read the story. First date. What prevented her from leaving? I don't... See, it's very blurry to me, because as a woman, I want to feel like, okay, but I don't know what nonverbal, like you said, Indications are, and it does seem like once he saw that she was uncomfortable, he said, "You know what? If it's not, she said she wasn't having fun. It's not fun for you. It's not fun for me. Let's just stop." But you know, Tori, you say, uh, you know, what prevented her from leaving? But then people will hear you say that and be like, "Well, are you victim blaming? You're victim shaming?" Well, you know, I, I no, and I would never want to be victim blaming or shaming. But I did notice that this story was quickly followed by. A big editorial in the New York Times, mm-hmm. uh, editorial in the Atlantic magazine, and Ashley Banfield on Headline News, CNN, all saying, what the hell is this? Yes. I li- Why I, couldn't she leave? Which I like. Where mm-hmm. is the female agency? Yeah. Where The women, yes. grown women, yes. say, mm-hmm. intelligent women that we respect, saying, why didn't she just walk out? And I am, I am aware of my blindness as a male to say... Why didn't she just walk out? And then, like, you don't understand this, this, and this. I, I accept that. But when I see grown women, intelligent women who I respect saying, 
uh, where's the female agency? Why didn't you? Here's your clear mm-hmm. nonverbal signal. Walk out the door. Right. Because she's not obligated to stay and do any of the things that happen. And he never was forcing her or holding right. her down against her will. Right. In his head, he probably was like, we're having a good time. As soon as he realized she wasn't. She's not having a good he time. Said, okay. We should both be having Can fun. we tell women what, 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 uh, what counts for sexual assault, though? No. No? Yeah. No. Because in, our, in no. our mind, when I hear that story, that don't sound like sexual assault to me, but I don't know how she felt. It's a very nuanced thing that I think people aren't using nuance with. So what honest. do we tell people now to make sure they can avoid these types of situations from happening? What do you tell men? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you would definitely like to see guys be completely certain that she wants what's happening. And I think guys sometimes are aggressive and may not realize what's going on and may not, I mean, like, you know, women talk about clear nonverbal cues. Men are not getting that. And I think this is like played out in sociology. The man's ability to understand nonverbal cues is less than the woman. I've said that my whole life, even when I was a player play out here in these streets, like you got to get naked and give me some pussy for me to know that you're trying to give me some. I'm being honest with you. Because it'll go right over my head. And my whole thing is this. I feel like, listen, if there's any drinking or drugs involved and you're not sure, just don't do it. Okay? If somebody says no at all or seems somewhat resistant, don't do it. If you're forcing anything, ripping her clothes off, any of that, just don't do it. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Where they can find you on Twitter and all that stuff, too? Uh, On Twitter, at Torre, uh, at T-O-U-R-E, on Instagram, at Torre Show. Check out the podcast, no Torrey Show. No last people. No last name. It's The Breakfast Club. It's Torrey. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors I saw. Cardi B versus Beyonce. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. No, 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 no. Well, Billboard has said that Cardi B is the first woman to have five of the top ten spots on the hot R&B hip-hop charts. So Beyonce used to hold the throne with four. Now Cardi B has surpassed her. Drop one of the clues bombs for Cardi B. A shot for Cardi B. Those five songs are the, obviously the song you just heard, G-Eazy. Um, also, the song with Bruno Mars, Finesse. Also, Migos and Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, Motorsport. Also, Bartier, Cardi, and Bodak Yellow. Those songs are number 10, 7, 4, 3, and 1. It's a pleasure to watch, man. Somebody sent me an uh, old interview Cardi B did here on The Breakfast Club. It was her first time up here. And I told her, and she keeps doing what she's doing in two years. She'll be making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And that was like two years ago. So, salute to Cardi B. All I right. wouldn't even put an album out at this point. Well, Cardi B also no. has a documentary on title. It's called I'm Here, MFers. And she talks about coming up in the industry as she is also headlining the title, title Moschino Party at Art Basel back in 2017. Here's the trailer for that. Me being from the Bronx and being here in Art Basel, when I was on the plane, I was like, it, yo, I have come a long ass way. It makes me feel like I'm here, mother. <laughs> Man, it's a pleasure to watch. Seriously, would you put out an album if it was Cardi B? 
I just drop singles at this point. She yeah, wants she could to, drop singles, but she, she wants to put out to. her album. She wants to put out a, a body of work. Yeah, a body of work. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, I, I guess she wants to, but I'm just saying, do you do you have to in this generation? No, she definitely Nobody doesn't. has to. Yeah, you don't have to. I but it's a, it's a nice accomplishment as an artist to put out a great body of work and say that your album is one of the best albums. You want to have an album still. I will yeah. put out my first album, then after that, I just keep putting down singles. It don't really matter after the first <laughs> after the first album. I tend Because I feel like an album is supposed to be kind of like putting out a movie. But you know what? Nobody cares anymore. Cohesive. They do care. No, people don't really buy great album still a great album. People rather buy singles, they'll stream singles, they'll stream now. Nah. Because I think it's not just about the streams, it's also about how you go down in history. Like, did she have the highest selling Charlie album? She made history, care. though. Yeah, but <laughs> that's why I think it's important to put out an album. You have all these great songs doing well. You want to have a great album, mm-hmm. I would say, as an artist. All right, now, Kim Kardashian versus Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom was on Man Cave, and he had this to say about how he knew things were over between him and Khloe Kardashian. I still got my, my shorty uh, name still on me. I mean, her initials still on me. Mm-hmm. But no, for no reason. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand when it's over, it's over. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And when she was with her second or third NBA ball player, you know what? I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What about when you was on your second or third crack bench? Like, well, come on, man. that's what Kim what Kardashian said on Twitter uh, when somebody posted that. She retweeted it and said, or second or third brothel. Yeah, you can't insult your ex-wife when you was out here smoking whole rocks, bruh. Right. Like, stop said, it, I think he said he wasn't trying to insult her. He was saying that she really dated a couple of basketball players after me. That's how he knew he couldn't get back in. So why not? If you love her, you love her. If you feel like that's yours, that's yours. That, that's like her saying, I can't get back with you because you used to be a crackhead. She probably said that. Yeah, she, she probably did. But I mean, people have gotten back with their man after they've been rehabilitated, <laughs> is what I'm saying. All right. Now, Kim Kardashian also said that using a surrogate was so hard for her. She said, it's definitely different. Anyone who says or thinks it's the easy way out is completely wrong. People assume it's better because you don't have to deal with the physical changes, pain, or complications with delivery. But for me, it was so hard to not carry my own child, especially after I carried North and Saint. So she said she's grateful for modern technology and that. That it's even possible, but uh, she does have an instant connection with the baby. Yeah, it doesn't matter what oven the food's cooked in, as long as the food's good. Yeah, so she still uh, feels like <laughs> it's my ingredients. Right. My All right. Jada Pinkett Smith it's has gotten a Facebook talk show, and that's going to be with her daughter, Willow, and also her mother, Adrian. So she's going to be voicing her opinions on a number of different issues. She signed that deal already, and she's going to produce it discussing current social and cultural issues. It's called Red Table Talks. I'm going to drop on the clues bombs for Facebook and the Smiths. So that's three different generations. Should be pretty exciting. I like I like when I see people using uh, new new platforms, not going to like regular networks and stuff like that. Now, speaking of regular networks, Tracy Ellis Ross, she is considering perhaps cutting back on her appearances on Blackish because of the pay gap between her and Anthony Anderson. Now, uh, she's, I guess, in contract negotiations, and she's trying to use her role as leverage. She is a star on Blackish, and she's saying she might appear in fewer episodes if she can't get a higher salary Uh-oh. that reflects her contribution. So, Well, I'm sure she'll definitely get a higher salary, but I, she'll not, she won't get paid as much as Anthony Anderson. Well, yeah, he's a producer. Yeah, he's the executive producer. producer. The he helped develop the show. Like, yeah. It's he, a, yeah, like, like I, I saw that conversation happening yesterday, and everybody's trying to make it like a gender wage gap thing, but no, you got to look at the whole situation. Right, Anthony Anderson an helped develop producer. the show. He's an executive producer, and he's the 
Start the show. They better not Aunt Vivo. They better not. We look up and there be another one in there. They better not. Well, yeah, she's not saying she wants to leave. I guess she's no. saying, okay, my contributions will reflect my salary. If I don't get a higher salary, I'm sure she'll get a higher salary. Yeah, this is renegotiation. Because this is what she got to do. Usually, when they do those TV deals, they're three to five year deals. If I'm not mistaken, this is like the fifth year of Blackish. So mm-hmm. she's probably on her, her contract renegotiation. They and gonna, she deserves pay a lot more. She did get a Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Comedy for Blackish. Yeah. And she was the first black woman to win that award since 1982. I know twisted this is all a game for her as well like hey i'm not gonna I'm do as many episodes and they're gonna say okay well we'll we want to make you happy all right you sit there you, they might on vivo for real <laughs> <laughs> she, des- she deserves it though yeah, she does yeah, of course she's going she's definitely gonna get a raise she's not gonna make as much as anthony but she's gonna get a, a significant raise mm-hmm. all right well i'm angela yee and that's your rumor report all right thank you miss yee Charlemagne. yes who are you giving that donkey to uh we need kodak black to come to the front of the congregation i'd like to have a word with the young man kodak, well, kodak. black please he can't make it to the front of the congregation right now, brother. Well, he, can, he can hear me. All right. We'll give it to him when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You don't hear the date. You you dumb ass. You get donkey at the date. You 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 are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They're waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. You have to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Donkey of the day for Friday, January 19th goes to young Kodak Black, okay? I have always enjoyed Kodak Black's music, even though when he talks and raps, he sounds like lawn equipment. He sounds just like lawn equipment. He's, they want to see you in a penitentiary. I need me a little baby who's going to listen. That boy be snapping, though, okay? And one of my favorite records from Kodak is Tunnel Vision because I don't care what age you are, you can relate to that sentiment in that song, all right? Let me hear some of that amazing record, please. So Kodak, they don't like to see you They want to see you in the penitentiary. I need me a little baby who's going to listen. I like Kodak Black music. I like Kodak Black's music, too. Okay? But Kodak Black didn't take his own advice, ladies and gentlemen, because he's back in jail. Let's go to WPLG ABC for the report, please. Rap star Kodak Black is back behind bars right here in South Florida. BSO deputies arrested the rapper, whose real name is Dyson Octave. Records show the 20-year-old is now facing charges that include grand theft of a firearm, possession of marijuana, and child neglect. In October of last year, Kodak Black was indicted in South Carolina after being extradited from Florida to face first-degree criminal sexual conduct. Now, let's unpack this because everything can't be blamed on youth because Kodak Black is 20 years old and he's been in trouble with the law before. All right, in fact, he was serving a one-year house arrest sentence where he needed permission from his probation officer and the court before traveling anywhere. Kodak was also indicted on sexual conduct charges in October and the case is ongoing, not to mention... Kodak Black has a rap career, ladies and gentlemen. Kodak Black was making money out here in these streets. You can't write a song like Tunnel Vision speaking on how they want to see you in the penitentiary and then do things or be around things that land you back in the penitentiary. Let me read you what Kodak Black got hit with. Now, keep in mind, he's on house arrest and he's on probation, okay? Listen to these charges. Grand theft of a firearm. That's like a stolen gun. Two charges of possession of weapons or ammo by a felon. Possession of marijuana over 20 grams. Child neglect with great bodily harm. I 
don't even know what that means. And two probation violation charges. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but if I'm on house arrest and probation, and I know they want to see me in the penitentiary, then why am I helping they put me in there? All right, there's absolutely no excuse for this. And, hey, if someone says, well, the stuff they found wasn't even Kodak Blacks, okay, even still, if you all know my situation, all my people around me, y'all know I'm on house arrest, y'all know I'm on probation, don't come around me with guns and drugs because you know that's a probation violation. Even if I don't know better, I need you to know better for me. Okay, I'm the breadwinner. I'm the leader. If I tell you to bring some weed to the house, if I tell you to bring me a pinch, a, a pistol, if you really love me, tell me no. Yeah, I might curse you out and say I'm not rocking with you no more, but I'll come back around eventually because here's the thing that yes men seem to not understand. You're trying to protect your position by doing everything this artist wants you to do, but when those things he wants you to do threaten that artist's freedom or his life, you have to tell him no because guess what? If that artist goes to jail... If that artist dies, guess what, yes, man? You don't have a position anymore anyway, okay? I guarantee right now Kodak Black is sitting in that cell thinking about all the people around him who told him no, all the people he probably got mad at over the years that was telling him change his ways before he blows everything. I bet Kodak is thinking about all those people wishing he would have listened. I wish Kodak Black the best. I don't like to see anyone incarcerated, but he made conscious decisions to break the law, and he knew what the consequences of his actions would be. Or maybe he didn't. Okay, I'm sure him and people close to him are saying things right now like, God, don't make no mistakes. Everything happens for a reason. And this is a minor setback for a major comeback. Well, no, it's not. It's not a minor setback. It's a major setback. A possible I may not be home until I'm in my 40s setback. And if you are in Kodak Black's team and Kodak Black says to you, everything happens for a reason, tell him you're right. But sometimes the reason is that you're stupid and you make bad decisions. Please give Kodak Black the biggest hee-haw, please. All right. Hey, man, there's consequences to your actions out here in these streets. You kids going to learn that the hard way. I hope he fixes up. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, let's talk these uh, sex dolls that everybody's been talking about recently. Oh, man, they have been going crazy with these sex dolls. And now, they, look they, they look real. Very realistic. They look real, It's a little real. creepy. All right, well, let's, let's do this the right way. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Friday. And, and, and I also would like to say it's this guy named Q Abercrombie. He put out a post. He said a dude who will have sex with a sex doll will have sex with an unresponsive drunk woman and doesn't take no for a final answer. Shut your dumb ass up. That's Please. That's Shut your dumb ass up forever. That right? sounds stupid. Not, no. Well, that's like so- saying as a man, if you masturbate, you let another man jerk you off. You can't say that. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I relax. 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 Stop. Okay. okay. All right. He said relax like I'm about to touch him or something. Relax. Stop, 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 I just saw stop. a hand start reaching towards me. I'm like, <laughs> stop, stop. Relax. Relax. relax, relax. relax. No, I touched you. I thought you, y'all was me. trying to show me that. No, hey. no, we're not showing you nothing, all right? <laughs> Other hands Same feel thing. good, too. I don't know. <laughs> relax, relax, relax. I just saw two hands reaching towards me. Just but you do have to have some money to buy one of these dolls. How much they run for? Two grand. Wow, Envy. Okay, you did that off the top of I, your head. Our camera guy told me. 800 <laughs> Just a question. Envy's like, and with shipping, it comes to 22 <laughs> Would you buy a sex doll? Prostitutes right. are way cheap. But you, but you, you can't have but it you forever. That's the one time. It's you, an sex investment. Doll, you, can, yeah. you have it forever. Prostitutes are way cheap. And dirtier. Oh, you right. Well, I don't know if a prostitute would get mad if I said it. Well, I don't know. Allegedly. That'd be dirty. funny if it was a bunch of prostitutes outside <laughs> protesting you in front of the station. I'd pay to see that. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Their signs would be fire. <laughs> so 800-585-1051, would you get a sex doll? And if you did, what would you want it to look like? 
Who would you want it to look like? Oh, well, who would you want Envy's it to look gonna like? Envy's going to say Maxwell. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> y'all trying to get people on punishment this weekend. 800-585-1051. Y'all trying to ruin lives. Would you get a sex doll, and who would you want it to look like? Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. That was Kanye West through the wire. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Friday. So the last couple of days, everybody's been talking about these sex dolls. If you've seen it on social media, it's these uh, human-sized dolls that look real. Now they're saying the dolls cost up to what two, two to five thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and we're asking, would you get a sex doll out there? And if you did, what celebrity would you want it to look like? Now, yeah, would you get a sex doll? I think it's different for a woman because we, could just, oh, we don't need the whole doll. Like all we need is <laughs> you just need one accessory. Yeah. <laughs> all we need is a dildo or a vibrator. Ooh. Nobody but, needs but a whole doll. Men can say the same thing. We just need a hole. We don't need a full doll. No, because y'all like to do other stuff too, and you probably need two holes, wow. three holes. Envy just said he need a hole. He don't care what <laughs> hole. You know what? He don't care what hole it is. He just need a hole. Somebody please present Envy with a hole. Oh, you stupid. All right? Wow. Oh, you stupid. A brown eye is a brown eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Wow. So, so Charlamagne, would you get a sex doll? And what, cele- well, what celebrity would you want your sex doll to look like? First of all, I'm not answering the second part of that question. Because uh, I don't Why know if my wife's in the car or not. Um, but if, if I did, it would be Patty LaBelle, though. Honestly, my wife knows that. It would be Patty LaBelle. I love Patty LaBelle. Didn't Patty LaBelle's son already check you over there? <laughs> Yo, you are cool. <laughs> you asked me a question. I answered it. <laughs> Patty's what, 70, see, what, Patty, 70 years old? So what? You are crazy. Patty's amazing so looking. So you want Patty's pies? Listen, all I'm saying is Patty can be fully clothed. I might put the doll in the kitchen just for uh, just to the be there. The sex dolls don't come fully clothed, doll. Charlamagne. They, they don't come with clothes. So. <laughs> I don't think I buy a sex doll, though. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see the need for yeah, it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not into way. toys like I'm that. Married. I'm like, I'm, I'm married. Nah, me and but my maybe wife. Maybe you could get a Maxwell sex doll. Shut you, up. Your wife and Maxwell. All right, me up. and my wife use like we. You, I use the dildo in the bedroom. You use on the, her. I use the dildo. But wait a minute. Shut up, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I definitely Envy use it on her. Envy and Charlamagne. <laughs> wow. Did I, you? Use, I use it on her, but I'm, I don't think I, I don't see the need for the doll. Like I don't. I don't you just get, want the dildo. I just don't understand what <laughs> Me and pleasure the doll brings. <laughs> what pleasure does the doll bring for a man? Like I guess a, you can have anybody that you want is kind of the thinking of it. You know, maybe you have a doll that looks like someone you've always had a crush on. And uh, somebody to sleep with that night if you're really lonely. I, if you're lo- I think that's for really a lonely person that could just pull a doll out the closet and just be like, just go in and then I got a the vivid imagination. Back. I'm good. But who cleans up the doll after? Cause when you, you clean it up. Nah, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Chris. Chris. Now, would you get a sex doll, Chris? For nothing, man. It seems like this stuff is crazy that's going on in the world, dog. Like, you got all this stuff like rape and all this stuff going what? on. I don't know if that's a way of making money for the stop the people from doing that, but that's just a that's ridiculous. I know Charlemagne would buy one of them Jones, dog. And no, Charlemagne would not. <laughs> so you okay. said rape is going on and Charlemagne would buy got one. like two pre-orders. He got one white and one black, dog. Stop <laughs> <laughs> You know your uncle, huh? No, I ain't got no goddamn dog. Bernicia. <laughs> yeah? Now, if you wasn't married, Bernicia, you would get a sex dog. Who who would it be? Who, who, who would it look like? Tyrese. It'd be a crying dog. It comes with... <laughs> Stupid. Oh. 
<laughs> no, um, I have a thing for Morris Chestnut. Oh, okay. okay. Hey, man. <laughs> Charlemagne looks nothing um, like Morris Chestnut. Tell him um, right now. Oh, what you mean? What you cut your throat for, Charlemagne? It ain't got nothing to do with you. She I'm said Morris saying, Chestnut. All I'm saying is the Charlemagne doll and the Morris Chestnut doll may resemble. <laughs> no, right. they don't. All right, and no assembly okay. required. I'm just saying. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. Reggie! You. You said you would get a, uh, a sex doll, Reggie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, why and, and who would it look like? Why? Uh, because, okay, I'm 29, and I was having this conversation with an uh, older gentleman who's in their 50s. We were just sitting there like, yo, the f- crazy. But we sat there and broke it down. We was like, through time, if you're constantly paying for, you know, the cash, this would save you so much money. So you paid for prostitutes before, Reggie. That's what it sounds like. No. I never did, never had to, but I could understand why people do Oh, no, but prostitutes and sex dolls are two different things. I'm sorry, man. I'm a cancer. I'm sensitive and emotional. I need something to love me back. Oh, my goodness. This dog could love you back. No, it doesn't. I need I need to feel the warm touch. That's all. Chocolate, man, I understand that, but that's in your mind. What you mean that's in my mind? Well, who would it look like? Who would it look like, bro? Who would it look like? Of course, a, a Nicki Minaj. Somebody thick. I need thick. All right, Nicki right. Minaj, right, sex Nicki Minaj. doll. Okay. I right, see that. It's thick prostitutes. 800-585-1051. Would you get a sex doll? And if you did, who would it look like? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. That was Cardi B, Bodak Yellow. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're talking sex dolls this morning. Well, let's do this right. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. And we're talking sex dolls. Would you get a sex doll? And if you did, who would it look like? Charlamagne said he would, and it would look like Patty LaBelle. No, I did not say I would get a sex doll. I said I wouldn't get a sex doll, but if I did get a sex doll, it would be it would look like Patty LaBelle, because I think Patty LaBelle is amazing. But I just don't see the need for a sex doll. Me neither. I, I'm a cancer, bro. I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. I like touching. I like I hugging. Like I like, you know, affection. I like cuddling. I need. I can't be with no doll. Actually, maybe I'll get a sex doll. I'll make it look like my boyfriend, so when he's not here, he could just sleep in the bed like him. That's hot. And we could cuddle. Well, he's not going to cuddle back. And then we could FaceTime him together. You know what? That's kind of creepy, too. All right, well, let's go to uh, Lynetta. Good morning, good morning. How are you? Hey, you sound like you'll get a sex doll. You sound happy. Girl, good morning. And you know who it would be. I'm just going to keep it real. No disrespect to Savannah. It would be King James. LeBron. LeBron okay, you get you a little LeBron. Now, would he have oh. hair or no hair? Yeah, what that hairline would look like, though. <laughs> oh, oh, it got to be filled in now, Charlemagne. Then that's not realistic. <laughs> that ain't LeBron you with, then. My goodness. Thank you, Mom. Well, oh, you, can draw, you can draw his hairline in the way you draw your eyebrows in. <laughs> Drew. Yo. You wouldn't get a doll? No way I'll get the way. Let me rephrase that. I would get a doll. But right now, I wouldn't get a dog because there's no way to clean them. After I bust a in, I got to clean it. Okay, so maybe what if they could put something in there like a um, a filter or something that is removable, that, like a cup. That's disgusting. And you could take it out. Is there some type of self-cleaning system in Like a filter I change once a week, maybe. maybe and that's why vaginas are great because they're already self-cleaning. Because okay. I, I went to even uh, Little Duval's page. I'm looking at this sex doll. She could get it. It looks like it's a doll out there in the lobby right now. That's be quiet. My, that might be a little <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Edo. Edo, it sounds like you would get a sex doll, Edo. Nah, <laughs> not at all, bro. Why not? Because, for, for one, you know what I'm saying, just like I can't compete with a vibrator against my woman, I don't want my woman to compete with no sex doll, you know what I'm saying? It's not a competition, though. And why do guys always say they can't compete with vibrators? Oh, <laughs> well, 
Yeah. I'd rather have a, my man than a vibrator any day. Stop buying big vibrators. But on some real, you know, I think, you know, I just like to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like my food natural. I want my woman natural. You know what I'm saying? I think that's for unattractive jokers that can't get a woman. That's all. You don't, want, you don't want no tofu poom poom. What if your girl wanted to have a yeah, threesome with you and a doll? No GMO poom poom. Organic. <laughs> She's gonna start using puppets. All right, bro. All right. Considering it. My goodness. I'm gonna be honest. I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I think this is some kind of population control. They don't want us to breed, bro. I just feel like the way social media is making people socially awkward, these dolls will do the same. My goodness. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? There is no moral of the story. (laughs) (laughs) This is very immoral, actually. Oh my goodness. (laughs) We got rumors on the way. Yes, we are gonna talk about 50 Cent and his new project. They have a trailer, and we'll give you some more information about his new show. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Another one. You know what's crazy? What's crazy? Like, I'm, when I'm at work, I be on Twitter, because I don't really be on Twitter when I'm not at work, and mm-hmm. I'm going through my timeline, and I'm like, why are they sending me all these pictures of women? And I'm looking at all these girls and all this TNA and all kind of stuff, and I'm like, oh, these are dolls. I didn't even realize they, they were dolls. dolls. Oh, you no. Know they were real. I was dolls. just looking at the male sex dolls. Mm-mm. They're nah. not there yet with those men. Don't fall for the okie doll. Are you not there yet? No. The men don't not- look lifelike? They look very creepy. They look like... <laughs> they look and like, they also look lazy. They look lazy as hell. <laughs> they sitting on the couch with their bare testicles all on the couch. Oh, that's very lifelike for some men. <laughs> that's, and that's the problem. That's not Goodness. a fantasy. That's real life. Goodness Get crazy. up yes. off that couch. Want me, want me a hard-working looking dog. Yeah. <laughs> want a dog that look like he work hard. All right? Oh want to take uh, the they, trash out. He looks like out. he's playing video games all day. Want to sweep the floor <laughs> and I don't ask him to. <laughs> all right. I swept the floor the other day and my wife told me she got moist. I'm dead serious. She's like, that turned me on so much to see you sweep the floor. That means you've never done that. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Fitty! It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor yo. Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, 50 Cent is executive producing a new show. It's a TV drama called The Oath. Now, The Oath is exploring gang culture and the lives of corrupt police officers. So they actually debuted the full trailer for The Oath on Crackle. You have to kind of see it because I would play it for you, but it's more action. You got to see what goes down. So, How many uh, TV shows 50 got? A million a of them. A zillion of them. <laughs> it's a 10-episode series. And, uh, yeah. He working. He's working. Yeah, drop on the clues bombs for 50 cents. Then the thieves out now. BMF TV show coming. Powers mm-hmm. season, what, five, four, five, five. I thought it was four. Uh, four. I don't know. But I'm not sure. Don't, don't quote me. All right. And speaking of TV and movies and all of that, Gucci is saying he's going to do an autobiography of Gucci Mane biopic. He tweeted that out. He said, coming to a theater near you. And there's also going to be a Motley Crue biopic. Motley Crue is going to have their biopic in Netflix. And Machine Gun Kelly's going to be on there. He's going to be playing Tommy Lee. Okay. So if you I'm don't know who Motley Crue is. That'd be interesting. They're a big hair uh, metal band from back in the 80s and 90s. And it's going to be based on uh, Tommy Lee's memoir, The Dirt. So it should be good. All right. And Yams Day went down yesterday. It was supposed to be celebrating the life of ASAP Yams, who was one of the co-founders of the ASAP Mob. But unfortunately, there was some violence that happened. There were videos posted everywhere online. And people were trying to say that Takashi 69 was involved in that melee and he was the one that caused it. Well, he responded, and this is what he said. For Yams, his family, that had nothing to do with me. So I wasn't in no fight. I wasn't shot. I wasn't stabbed. Stop making up stories. I have so much respect for the ASAP mob. 
me and Rocky spoke, and it was nothing but love, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's bigger than me. Rest in peace, ASAP Yams. And Takashi 69 is a rapper from Brooklyn. Yeah, thank know. you for letting me know. Because well, I have no idea. He said people always mix his name up with something. It's the internet and it's what comes with fame. But he said, this is not about me. This is a day for yams. Nothing but love and condolences. Well, rest in peace to ASAP Yams. Salute to the ASAP Mob. Absolutely. All right. And last but not least, NERD is going to be performing at the 2018 NBA All-Star Game Halftime Show. So that should be pretty exciting if you want to see them perform. Does that mean we see Rihanna? Because their first single got Rihanna? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it would be nice. You're what talking you about say? Rihanna. What about Chad and the other guy? What's, what's the other dude's name? It's three members of Nerd. Right, three members. I want to know, would y'all even notice if the other two weren't there as long as y'all see Pharrell? You would definitely, if it's any other yeah, I, I haven't seen fans. either one of these guys since they released this song. Well, Fergie's <laughs> going to be performing the Star Spangled Banner uh-huh. as well, just so you know. Yeah, All right. Yeah, you see them, they in the video. They in the video? They in the video, uh-huh. yeah, a little bit of it. <laughs> I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. And did anybody watch Black Card Revoked yesterday? No, oh. I didn't watch Black Car Revoke. That's Black another shit. great BET show. Salute to BET, man. I'm telling y'all, man, BET is putting out some good content. I keep hearing that BET's ratings aren't where they need to be, and I don't know why, because I don't understand why we're not watching BET, because BET is putting out some great content. But that's the, that's a B, Black Car Revoke's BET show, right? Yeah, shout out to my girl, Letitia. That's her first show, so she's really excited. And it's hosted by to Tony Rock. To have Black Card Revoked. All right. And it's like a game show about blackness, Yeah, right? I actually have the um, actual the card cards. game. The oh, cards. Listen, man, I like the content. I was BET playing that in Montserrat with my friends. Black card revoked. Okay. All right. Well, uh, shout to Revolt for joining us. Revolt, we'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody else, you know, uh, let's have fun. You know, on Friday, we throw it back a little bit. So let's do this. You all right, Wow, you just going to queef on air like that? Oh, wow. y'all stop acting like that was me. You just going to queef all crazy. Right, Wow. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to wow. do uh, Little Kim versus Eve. You know, they had that little Why? spat. You know, they all had the little spat back and forth. So let's spat. make it fun. Your, your favorite Little Kim record, your favorite Little... Yeah, I was going to say Little, little Eve. Eve. Your favorite Eve record. <laughs> Let us know what you love the best. 800-585-1051. Let's have fun with it. Let's get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.